0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. So glad to have you here. We have another amazing guest for you today. Before I get to the guest, though, I want to ask you guys a question. Have you ever had somebody kind of like drive like an asshole? Whether it's just like driving slow or whatever the case may be just we'll just clump it all under driving like an asshole and then like you go to pass them and yeah you know sometimes sometimes you know you're just pissed off and you want to like look who the fuck is driving over there and it doesn't really matter who's driving because anytime it can be anybody and you're just like yep that's what i thought exact, i knew it i knew it <laughs> you always know who's driving even when you're wrong you're, i knew it i knew it yep makes sense makes total sense. But you know what really gets on my nerves? When you do that, and their windows are tinted, you can't fucking see them? How dare they? How dare you drive like an asshole and then not even allow me to look at you as I'm passing you? I can't give you a dirty look. I can't confirm... My prejudice right now? Because I can't see you, asshole. If you're going to drive like an asshole, at least don't have in windows. Allow me to look at you, good sir or madam, as I'm passing you. <laughs> There's some perspective for you guys, right? All right, man. Uh before I get to the guest, I want to tell you guys about my homies over at Jumbo Superfoods. Go to jumbocbd.com. Check out all of their fucking awesome products. They have so many amazing products. If you're not familiar with CBD, it's cannabidol. It's an adaptogen. It's one of the many compounds found in the cannabis plant, and what it does is it helps the human body reach a point of homeostasis. Because of this it can almost sound a little too good to be true but the science is there it can help with digestion and mood regulation sleep and it helps with your brain just so many benefits and it's very important to go to a company that is uh using only premium ingredients and they're doing things the right way which is why I personally choose to align myself with Jumbo Superfoods. They've been deemed the world's healthiest edible. Everything that they produce is sent to a third party. To be uh, a third-party laboratory to be tested, they do then post those results online. If you'd like to view those results, so that way you know you're not getting in any of the fillers, any of the junk. You know that the cannabis that is being used is of quality, and you will not have to worry about failing a drug test because of that, because it's within uh, legal guidelines, and it's not none of it's not this junk that you get over the gas station. What are you doing going to the gas station to get to get a supplement like that? What are you doing? Hmm. You're going you're gonna to leave your, your, your health to a gas station? No, sir. You will not. No, madam. You cannot. I will not allow it. Go to jombocbd.com. Check out their full line of products. I love their muscle bomb. We all have bumps and bruises. We all have pains. We all experience inflammation and topically uh, you know, you can apply this bomb. They have a 100 milligram and a 200 milligram extra strength with menthol. I love them both. And you can apply them where you're hurting and get relief damn near instantly. So use the code when you check out outside. You'll save 20%. That, that didn't sound right. Use the code outside when you check out. You'll save 20% off the entire order. Also, they are typically doing buy two, get one free. So throw two in your cart. I bet they give you that third one for free. Then you use the code OUTSIDE, and you'll save 20% off of that whole deal. So it's a hell of a deal, jombocbd.com. All right, guys, I'm sitting down with a true OG of the fitness industry. I'm sitting down with Nick Dudas. He is one half of the ownership of Dudas Fitness. We we had his wife, Nicole, on uh, an earlier episode that we released um, while we were there we definitely pulled the double header and I sat down with Nick as well and man I love talking to Nick he's just so chill his energy as is very mellow like mine uh, but man he is just he's very knowledgeable he's By far, one of the best and most sought after trainers in the St. Louis area as well. Him and his wife both—that's not a coincidence, Uh, you know. And you know, I just had a good time catching up with Nick and uh, shooting the shit, and you know, just learning more about his fitness journey. I didn't—I knew a little bit of it, but it was cool just to talk about it and talk about business, and we talked about mindset and uh, you know the importance of a growth mindset, which is. Cannot stress that enough. Just in life, you got to have a growth mindset, people. Uh, so I really enjoyed, you know, sitting down and, and catching up with Nick. And fun fact, uh, Nick and Nicole were so uh, generous enough to actually uh, sponsor me and work with me some towards the beginning of my pro career. And uh, and uh, man, I, I definitely I knew that I needed some strength, uh, guidance, and I wanted to go to the best. So. They were, they were very kind uh, with their time. Nick trained me and gave me a program to follow. And, man, let me tell you, he's the real deal. So, yeah, I don't – It was funny. I'm, I'm, I'm talking him up, but I don't even think he's accepting new clients. But you can always – they have a, a, an amazing staff. And, uh, the, and I say staff, but it's uh, – they have a team, really. They have an amazing team and family over there and the, a whole bunch of great trainers. So if you are interested in checking out their facility uh, – yeah, man. Either way, I'm not going to pitch their facility. <laughs> I'm done pitching their facility, guys. But, dude, it was just it was just an awesome spot. And it has everything that you need, man. You walk in there, man. They got this big open space. You know, they got the equipment that you need, but not too much. Uh, man, they have an awesome massage area. They have yoga downstairs they have a sick ass turf and man they got like these half tires that you can flip and it's just a cool ass facility so I really enjoyed catching up with the homie Nick and uh, yeah guys without any further rambling from me let's get in some perspective right now Uh, here we go with uh, Nick Dudas let's just do this guys
1: good deal <laughs> <laughs> and now we're live all right cool we're, official.
0: we're okay. official nick dudas long time man i know what's up brother all right here we go dude so thank you for the grand tour absolutely this is a rad-ass facility thanks sir um for the listeners so like you've been training for well over a
2: decade now right Yep, coming up on 12 years now.
0: Yeah, and I remember back in the day like when we used to work at 24 Hour Fitness, I used to like ear hustle whenever you're talking to uh to clients and you have a very interesting story as yeah. far as um you know how you came into this world like let's let's start there like cuz traditionally I mean you start you were you played football in college and you did all that. So let's go back
2: in, into the beginning of your story dude like before you started training. Yeah, I mean you know, fitness wasn't a huge part of my life. You know, in high school, I, I was uh, over at good Zumwalt South over there with the Bulldogs. And uh, went to college and uh, started really getting in the weight room. And uh, that's when I started getting passionate about fitness. Okay. But Were you a small guy? Yeah. I mean, I went into school. Shit. I weighed, I think, $1. seventy-five. Oh, shit. And, uh, you know, I was recruited as a quarterback. So, oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, I had an arm, but, you know, 5'10", 5'11". You know, went out there, made some plays, but uh, the, I ended up getting moved to outside linebacker. Oh, know? really? So, our, yeah, our, uh, there were some coaching changes and, uh, you know, went to outside linebacker and, you know, <laughs> being 175 playing college ball, I got my ass just handed to me.
0: Dude, football is such a crazy game. It's really a game of Giants. Yeah, for Whether sure. Whether it's, like, D1 or it's, like... In like yep. everything in between, those are fucking monsters, some bro. Big,
2: some <laughs> big boys out there. Yeah. And especially when you go from being, you know, a high school kid and you're playing with grown ass men. Grown men, dude. That are you know, there's a big difference between an eighteen year old and a twenty three year old. Oh yeah. You know, and you got I mean, these guys have been lifting, eating and Yeah. Now they're ready to eat your lunch, you know. <laughs> so uh you know, I got I got to uh, beat up a little bit yeah. and that's when I was like, okay, I'm I'm a competitive dude. And so you you might get the best of me one day, but it ain't happening again. So yeah. you know, I started hitting the weight room. Uh my, my position coach, you know, he uh he really got me interested in weightlifting. So I was doing two days with lifting and with football, you know, and then it I think after that first year of, you know, just all clean, not really any supplements, you know, it's protein but I went from 175 to, you know, maybe 195, and then I came in strong, like, at 205 the next year, and I started turning some heads. You That's know, solid. I had quick feet. I could read the field, so I started getting on the field, and, uh, you know, I left college weighing in 220. You Dude, know? you're massive, yeah, bro. Yeah, I <laughs> couldn't bench press 185 when I came in. When I left, I did 225 for, like, I think, 22, 23 reps. Yeah. But, uh, you know, getting out of that, uh, my dad was an accountant, and... Uh, you know, I was—I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to play football. Yeah. And accounting just kind of came easy to me. It kind of just kind of fell into it in college. It seemed right, you know, being around my dad doing that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I, I studied hard. I, I did well in, in college. Um, and uh, as far as, you know. Academics go and got a pretty good job out of college, and I did it for about, you know, almost a year. And I was like, man, this is not for me. Not at all. Um, I can't sit behind a desk. There was, it wasn't rewarding. Yeah. You know, doing people's tax returns. It was. You know, it, was just, it wasn't it.
0: Yeah, man. That's the challenge with, like, the American dream yeah. in the sense of here in the Midwest, and, you know, it's just pushed down your throat, like, in high yeah. school. Where are you going to college at? Where are you going to college at? And then oh, you yeah. go to college, like, even if you don't necessarily want to go to college or know what the fuck you're doing, yep. you're just going through the motions. You're just, I, I guess this is what I'm supposed to do. Yep. So let me do this. Oh, let me go get this 9-to-5 job that's going to pay $40,000 a year to yeah. pay off, like, for some people, seventy, eighty, hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt. Yeah. you're like, that's not it. It's not well, it absolutely. for you. Absolutely.
2: I mean, for for me, if it if it wasn't for football, and I, you know, college probably wouldn't have been the route for me. Honestly, like I just knew I wanted to play that sport as long as I could. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I look back at at it now, and I wouldn't. I don't have any regrets. I mean, I I loved. I made some of the best friends in my life. But. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, it definitely it definitely helped me with, with what I'm doing today, and then it definitely helped me realize what I was supposed to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: You ever think about, like, all the brain damage that you took playing football? I do. I think you about know? it. And I fought for a decade, bro. I think about uh, all the brain damage so I've
2: taken. I had a scare, actually, about two years ago. Oh, yeah? And I had to go get an MRI. I mean, I, I've never had headaches. You know, I get occasional sinus headache here and there from allergies or whatever, but, I mean, it was just day after day, you know. Yeah. never get migraines, but... It was like for a good month, and I finally went in and you know told the doctor my story about you know I've been play, I've been playing tackle football since I was six and a half till I graduated college. Oh, so
0: that was your primary sport oh, all yeah. through life. Yeah.
2: Okay. I mean, it was nonstop, and you know even when you're a younger kid, you're still you're still making hits and taking hits. Oh and, yeah, you know, dude. Doing that, so went in and it was my brain was fine. It was just distressing, really. Yeah. Lit, you know. So. But still, that's some scary stuff. Oh man, I was. Yeah, I was nervous.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, dude, I, th- I'm pretty sure there's a study that I read that is saying, um, like, they're seeing signs of like, you know, CTE is, f- is from as little contact as just like playing like middle school and high school football. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, I think I've seen some stuff from people just playing soccer doing head balls. And yeah, dude, on. head it's balls the soccer yeah. is doing
0: it. I think even like motocross and just like the jerking from like race, yeah. like NASCAR and different things. Like you even see in those athletes get different like, you oh, know, yeah. TBI and CTE um,
2: symptoms and whatnot. No, absolutely. Um, you know, so after getting out of, out of accounting, I I literally, uh, I walked in that day and I told him, I was like, I'm putting my two weeks in and I didn't know what I was going to do. So, you know, I thought about it and, uh, I actually didn't even put my two weeks in. I, f- I felt kind of bad. I was like, I cannot go back here ever again. Yeah, and, soul-sucking. I uh, unplugged my computer in Columbia, Missouri, came back, didn't really have a plan, started landscaping again. And, like, <laughs> you know, I went from wearing, you know, wearing a suit, being an accountant in the AC to, you know, give me a shovel again, let's landscape. Like, yeah. I was telling you earlier. And, yeah, you uh, landscaped for eight years, you said? Yeah. And I was standing out there in 100 degree weather with my jeans and work boots. I'm like, what the hell did I just do? <laughs> like, I didn't, that was, this was, that was cake back there, but I just couldn't take it. Yeah. You know, so... I thought on it, and uh, I knew that I loved helping people. You know, I'm very passionate about that, and I, I did fall in love with lifting weights. So, you know, back then, and, and you know this, like 2007, 2008, personal training wasn't what it is now. No. I mean, it was – I told my dad, he was he hasn't really not been mad at me. I was a pretty good kid, but – Yeah. He was disappointed, and that that hurt, man.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, we're in a very interesting space now when it yeah. comes to health and fitness. kind of like we were talking about earlier – because it's, it's glamorized with with social, right? It's yeah. like being an entrepreneur. Like that's like the new buzzword. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. But even back in like you know two thousand eight, th- that just means that you're broke and you don't have a job. Yeah, <laughs> you're a dreamer back then. Yeah, dude, yeah. you're just dreaming. Like yeah. living in the clouds. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So you you stopped. So you were doing construction and you realized, oh man, I'm gonna go into training.
2: Yeah. So I was. Uh I was yeah doing landscaping, and uh, the last thing I did before I unplugged my com- my computer in uh, Columbia, Missouri was uh, I applied for I started looking. Hey, what can I do if that involves fitness and helping people? So I applied for a uh, you know the fitness manager position, and they finally called me in after you know three weeks for an interview, and uh, they said, well, you can't go to a fitness manager. You gotta you gotta be a personal trainer and kind of work your way to that. And yeah, I was like, your stripes, dude. I got a college degree and what the hell like, yeah what the hell Why bro i got this piece of paper yeah. accounting <laughs> degree i was an accountant like you, you barely graduated high school you know yeah i didn't say nothing like that but i was like okay i'll do a personal training thing yeah i mean that that took off for me like, yeah as soon as i started helping people and seeing you know that you you could touch somebody like that that yeah you know somebody that was having trouble walking or getting up and down off the couch or losing you know 10 to what however many pounds like yeah dude that was the most fulfilling thing in the world. Yeah and uh i remember you
0: crushing it at 24 hour fitness yeah man you were crushing it bro oh, i
1: appreciate that dude one day yeah. you
0: came in you had new rims on your car i was just like oh uh, shit that was a big deal <laughs>
2: <laughs> i ain't got a new pair of rims since fucking balling
0: <laughs> bro that was it yeah. yeah dude those were good times man but that, that big box gym is such a different environment
2: yeah uh, absolutely. Yeah. it's not my jam not at all i mean the the uh the reason that they were going after stuff wasn't the reason that, you know, I was in that career. And I, don't, I only lasted there for about a year before I was like, this isn't for me. I, I know there's something better out there to truly help people. Yeah. And, you know, and I don't know, I don't know if you were there much longer after I left or...
0: Um, I think I left before you did. Before me, yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, we both weren't in there that long. Yeah.
0: The last big thing I remember at the gym was actually when you proposed to Nicole... Yeah. In that open area, that's like the last big memory I have at that gym. Right. And then I think I left because I um I started working at Submit superstores and um that actually probably overlapped for like a month or two. Mm-hmm. And um and then I was like I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just that big box gym is just such a different environment, especially at that time. There was just mostly. You get a lot of. Uh, at least, it may be just, maybe just me being unfair, but I feel like you get so many people in there who, like, just aren't serious about fitness. No. And um, <clears throat> when you get in that corporate model, like, I feel like they're just, they're focusing on the wrong shit.
2: Oh, absolutely. Like,
0: bro, you're not selling 10% subs this
2: month? Like That's exactly <laughs> what I was just going to say. Like, <laughs> I think the people that really, that were in there, I mean, we, we did have a good team of trainers in there for sure, you know? Yeah. I mean, we were talking about a couple of them earlier, but. Um, when you're when you're sitting there pushing people for you know the subs and the how many sessions you train to get commission and it's it just it wasn't for the right reasons like I was saying earlier right so, and then it's you know that that was the main reason for just getting out of there and then it yeah. turns into a nightclub at you know 5 p.m. and it's just yeah you know it wasn't for me you were doing a lot man you were
0: teaching so you're doing one-on-ones and teaching classes
2: yeah absolutely
0: doing the cardio kickboxing stuff or was it just it was boxing you're doing a boxing workout i remember I that you had you had, was, a, you had
2: a several classes you taught i was doing whatever i had to do to become a master trainer as fast as i could become one yeah and then i mean as soon as that happened i pieced out but yeah. it was like that was uh that was me getting into hustle mode because i had uh, you know, Bill's from being in Columbia still. Oh, okay. And this and that. So it's like, you know, trying to make ends. Do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, I I love doing it. It wasn't the right environment, but I still loved helping people.
0: Right. You know, so. Yeah, and it's a good experience. Yeah. Um, do you still teach classes? Or do you uh, just keep it one-on-one? So it,
2: I, I got rid of, when we first opened Judas Fitness about six years ago, I was done with teaching classes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to focus, you know, more on the one-on-one. We we get a lot of people to, you know, the corrective and, yeah, you man. know, rehab, all that. So, um that's kind of taken over you know my my schedule yeah but then um with this the way the industry is going that's why i made inferno and uh, yeah that, that class set in yeah make it kind of the, work the way that i want it to so you're not just crushing people you're kind of helping them still yeah like,
0: classes know. are tough because from my aspect like when you're if i have like a group of people there yeah. it's like you don't want to ignore these people to help right. this person or like you see somebody with just like Terrible fucking form, yep. And it's just like, ah, we gotta really fix that right now. And then you get those group settings, and then there's no real individualized attention. You have yep. people, you know, they don't have the capacity for certain movement patterns, but they're doing them anyway. Yep. You see in these bar classes, they start adding load to like dysfunction, and it's just like, oh my
2: god, dude, we're gonna blow out someone's fucking knee. <laughs> I mean, that's my favorite saying right there. Is I always say, uh, you know don't build strength on dysfunction, man. You yeah. Know? And uh, you see it all the time. And, that, and that's kind of, you know, what I do with Inferno. I built, you know, I I made all the classes for like the last eight, nine months. I've been putting just the program together. And we got such a good uh, group of trainers that, um, you know, they're following that kind of protocol. Yeah, And, uh, you know, it, it has aspects of, you know, uh, stability, mobility, but a little bit of cardio so people are getting that. Yeah, And get then we're, heart we're right working out. on strength. But, you know, it's kind of different here because it's not – there's not, you know, 600 people rolling through here. Yeah. You know, at one time, we have a lot of clients that do one-on-one training. So, we're fixing them there. And those are the people coming to our classes. So, yeah, if we do get the occasional, you know, pop in. And that does happen now that we're in the new space. But, you know, that person, we're on them, making sure they're doing it or making adjustments. And yeah. I think that's what's different with us. You do know?
0: people come to this facility and just work out by themselves?
2: No. Okay. and so that's it's all... Trainer yeah. driven, right? Yeah, or so led, you, rather. yeah, you, you have to be with a professional to being here, and uh, you know, it goes back to that conversation with 24 Hour Fitness. Yeah, uh, you, you know, people are in here using equipment, you want them using it the right way, and I we want it to be very focused. You know, yeah. when you're with a client, I mean, let's be honest, personal training's not cheap, right? It's not, yeah, it's an investment, so, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, knowledge and time, it costs money. So, when you got you know, you go over here, and maybe you're doing one move and you're on another piece of equipment. You turn around, someone's on it, you know, on that equipment. It's like, okay, well, this dude's paying me 70 bucks, but I got a guy over paying me 10 bucks a month or you know, right. whatever it might be. Yeah,
0: we got to have some structure there. So
2: I didn't, you know, we could do that, but I don't mm. want to lose that, that intimacy that we got going on here, you know, yeah. that environment. I think that's a big, a big part of, you know, who we are. Yeah, dude. I mean,
0: having, like, those relationships and those connections, super important, especially yeah. for people's growth. You know what gets me is we all need a coach, yeah. coaches need coaches we all need accountability like we all need that outside you know eye to see what you're doing because we have a tendency to fool ourselves right oh, yeah. so it always kills me when somebody's like I oh, man i trained with you for like a, a four or five sessions i got it
2: yeah man <laughs> i mean that's how do you handle that <laughs> well that's i mean that's that goes back with everything in life though if you if you think you know everything then man you're, you're probably going to be yeah far behind real quick yeah dude. you know so and there's and i think with you know with where, what you're just talking about like with the training and people doing four or five sessions um i'm constantly letting people know what direction we're going in what progression we're going to um you know if they can't do something i let them know hey we're gonna get there soon in a couple weeks and i'm i think it's one of my strengths as a trainer and i think a lot of our trainers are good like that um you know letting people see the, the path that we want them to go down yeah and our retention rate here is is phenomenal. I mean, it's it's a good atmosphere, and the the trainers there's there's no competitiveness between trainers. Yeah. I mean, there's an abundance of just of good things going on here. Yeah. Man. So dude, you said the word, dude. Abundance. Yeah. I mean, all day, every day. There's and that's the difference too between like the corporate world and and kind of what we're doing. I mean, I I want everybody here to be known for for what they're really good at and their brand. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like people, you know learn from each other here so i mean it's constantly learning yeah you know I, I tell everybody here when we meet i'm like you guys are all leaders you know so um you know if someone, if someone comes in and that, that could be a that could be a financial thing hey four or five sessions cool let me teach you what i know f- in this four or five sessions and if you learn something come back
0: yeah dude so <clears throat> here sorry here here's my phone dude gotta get the phone the producer yeah. so when you um when you transitioned out of the big box gym, you went to a you went to a smaller studio, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was there for about three years.
0: Went to kind
2: of kind of similar. Was it like an
0: adjustment period to that new model of training, as far as that environment, or just doing the same shit but in a better environment?
2: I mean, honestly, it was it was. I would say that was probably the scariest time of my life, almost. Yeah. Because uh, you know, when you're in, you're a young kid, I mean, I was 20, 24 maybe. You know, just got engaged, got or just got married actually, and uh, you know we uh, are we doing okay on time and everything? Like, oh, dope, dope, okay, bro. Go bro we're, he's yeah. just
0: he's taking pictures. Ah, oh, cool. Um,
2: yeah. We're just getting some behind the scenes. <laughs> I was so. like, don't let me start talking to you. No, hard. dude, I mean, you're fine. Keep yeah. talking. No worries. Uh, the the thing with going to that facility, I think that was that was scarier than Open Dudes Fitness. I mean, because yeah. I was a young guy, I was really new in the industry still. I mean, I've been doing it for a year and a month, I think. And you know, you take this leap of faith to. Uh, To go from a very stable job of being an accountant that people, like, I mean, people started dogging me and frowning on me. Like, dude, you left being an accountant at this awesome firm to being a personal trainer. And then, and now you're leaving, like, it started going okay at the corporate gym and now you're leaving that to do something else. And it was just like, I was constantly letting people down, but nobody saw, you know, what I saw in myself. Yeah, dude. And, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man, like. You know before we get to what i 'm about to say, yeah, it, w- it was different, but I believed in myself, and i 've always been you know a hard worker but i 've always i 've also always known that I can learn something from everybody, you know, so I, I never have that mindset that I know everything and that yeah, you know, so i 'm constantly learning just like you said earlier, like you 're listening to what I was saying to clients, man, I do that all the time I'm yeah. always you know picking people 's brains, and I still do that, yeah, I mean shit, I tell the trainers here i 'm like. Since starting this business and, and doing what we're doing here, like, I feel like I'm the dumbest trainer in the room right now <laughs> you know because – Dude, I feel dumb all the time. Dude. <laughs> I mean, we got some killers in here. These trainers, they're constantly studying. We're, we do continuing education every Wednesday, and it's like these guys are doing so well, and I've got so involved into the business side of it. Yeah. I'm learning from these guys now. I mean, the people that I was – help teach and, and guide are teaching me now. So, I mean, it's just a revolving door kind of.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely got to be a transition, right, because as a business owner – you can only eventually. You have to take yourself out of the business and start working on the business, right? I mean, Absolutely. you'll still you'll still always be a part of the business, right? One hundred percent. But it's different. You know yeah. what I mean? So, as a result of that, like you said to your point, I mean. Maybe – so you're focusing on, like, the growth and the strategic direction of the gym, yeah. and maybe you're not reading, like, that article that you would read on strength training, like the newest thing that just came out. or You know what I mean? So there's got to yeah. be some sort of trade-off, You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> pretty big – I'm sure that was an adjustment.
2: I told one of the trainers the other day that borrowed my, uh, my CSCS book, Mike. Yeah. I was like, man, I need to dust that thing off because <laughs> it's been a minute. And it's, it's changed, like, the material I've – you know, but that's, that's for the betterment of the team. Yeah, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, a strong enough trainer that, and I got good people around me, yeah. you know, but I feel like my role has definitely tra- you know, changed yeah. over the years, but, um, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough, but it's, it's also good to see the other people thriving too. And yeah. I, I know like it's all it's all timing man yeah you know, it, it's all timing so that's how it is just right now and that's how it's gonna have to be for a little bit but trust me i'll I'll, uh i'll, I'll dust that book off and get back in it again Dude,
0: well i mean you have the right mindset i can yeah. tell just from like you have a growth mindset and it sounds like you've really transitioned from um like a place to where like and it's like i haven't been here like watching you like grow and like work or anything like that but like I feel like you've kind of probably reached a place to where it's less f- focused on like your individual goals and it's yeah. more on like the team and the, the development. It's like, you want to help other people reach their goals. I mean, obviously your clients, but now your team, right? Oh, like yeah. if, if they can go get the rims, like now that's the win.
2: Dude. Uh, my team is my family. Yeah. They, they, I mean, you can ask every single person here. Yeah. I'd give them my shirt off my back, you know? Um, and I'm always here for, for all of them. My door's always open. Uh, I have a very good relationship with everybody here. Yeah. And I think it goes back to what we were just talking about earlier about the, the abundance mentality and the, uh, the non-competitiveness between trainers. Cause I, I literally like, I I know when I come in here that I got, you know, 14 other people and their families relying on, on us to do well. And I think that's why the role has changed a little bit. Yeah. You know, that's why it changed because I have to bring my A game every single day for this business. Yeah. The to stakes do, are higher. to do well. And I want these people to thrive. And I, I've told, Everyone I'm like, I don't, like, you watch our stuff. How much do you see me on social media? Dude, you're barely, not on social barely. media. Yeah. I do not want Dude's Fitness to be known for me or Nicole. I want it to be known for all these great trainers that we have here. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at it, everybody's got their own LLC. I mean, shit, I wear more of trainer shirts in our gym than I wear my own. Oh, yeah. And they all rock their brands, and I'm I'm, oh, proud, that's dope. To wear I'm proud to wear that, you so know? So you
0: don't require them to have, like, any sort I'm, of, like.
2: I'm going to have to get one of those I Will shirts. I'll be rocking that. Yeah, you dude. will hook you, you up. Know, flexing on there, but. I want everybody you know it's not all about me or nicole it's it's definitely all about everybody here that are clients, but also all the trainers, man, yeah, you know, and that's and people like you can sit here and say that all day, but those people that that work here with us, yeah they'll tell you the same thing, yeah, you
0: know? well, I mean how long you've had a pretty core group of trainers for quite some time now,
2: right yeah, man. I mean I've had people here since I mean Angie and Kanda started with us, yeah, since we opened open. the doors, yeah and they're still they're still here i mean. Honestly, every trainer that we've hired uh, – well, let's put it this way. I haven't had a trainer quit on me. I haven't oh, had a trainer there quit. There you go, you dude. Know, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
0: can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. So um, so what do you like to uh, – what do you look to these days for, like, to, like knowledge? I mean, we kind of talked earlier, like, you're not really into, like, the podcast game. Like, that's not your jam. Yeah. Like, are you um, – do you like do you have like any mentors or like any books that you like or like what what's your jam, dude?
2: Man, uh one book I can you know just jumped in my mind when you said that is Essentialism.
0: Essentialism?
2: Yeah, I what's mean that's uh just a fantastic. It's a business book, but I mean you okay. definitely can apply that to to every aspect of your life and, and that's kinda one thing we got going on here too, is like I'll read something and then I'll pass it around. Yeah. You know? And i am sure you heard like uh I'm I'm not, I'm blanking out here. what's uh start with why, you know. Oh yeah, like start that. with your why? Yeah, yeah dude, that's mean, a good book for sure. All those things. Uh there's Hustle, you know, yeah. the, that book. I mean there's but I would say Essentialism is also what one of my favorite choose? books is uh, Shoe Dog by, by Phil Knight. Right? Oh yeah, I haven't
0: read that yet. It's on my list. Man,
2: that is I might have it in my office You can borrow it. Okay. I might uh story Phil Knight, right? How he started Nike. Yeah, it's really yeah. it's awesome. But you know, stuff like that. I mean I, I wa I you know, watch documentaries. Yeah. Um
0: and you have any like go to entrepreneurs that you like because we're in the age of like we're, we're talking like entrepreneurship is very yeah. popular, and you got your Gary V's, and your Annie Frisellas, and yeah. your Grant Cardone. Yeah, absolutely, like, you ever looked at any of those guys for like little tips here and there? Like, not obsess over them, but is there any I, I anyone you like?
2: I don't obsess over anybody. I've, I've checked out, I told you earlier, the uh MF CEO, yeah, that was good, yeah. But you know, here's the thing, man, I've developed relationships. You know, we talked about personal training being, you know, it's a luxury. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, you know, I would say that 75% of my my clientele are business owners. I mean, so every time I'm training them, they're training me. Yeah, it's so like you're I'm, constantly getting I'm that listening talk. to every detail. I have probably four or five people that I have gotten very close to that are very successful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll run something by them. And, and you see what they say, or or I'm just listening to things they got with their business growing because, you know, as I'm growing as a trainer, I'm growing as an entrepreneur. And and, I mean, some of these people have been training me since I was 22, 23 years old. You know, I'm coming up on 30, 35 here now. So (laughs) (laughs) I I would say that's been... You know that's been that's been a big part of it as well, but I do enjoy. Yeah, uh, just those conversations it. with your clients. Yeah, man, dude, that's
0: yeah. huge, man. Like, that, I mean, that's a that's a mentorship in like its own way.
2: But that's no bullshit either. Like, you can read anything in a book, and you know it's hard to say, but when you see a business owner struggling, and this worked and that didn't work. Yeah, you know, man. Or this or that, like, um, you know, and I trust these people. Yeah, you know, you
0: know it's funny you say that because. Um, I actually just saw a clip today is by Sean Thomas and he runs a um, a site or not a site but a page on Instagram called Ask a Millionaire. Yeah. And uh one of the things he talked about like you can have a 15 minute conversation with your coach yeah. and Or versus, you know, reading a book for 12 hours. And in that 15 minutes, your coach can tell you what to do and directly how to do it, like, or how to do it so it directly impacts, like, what you're doing. And then you can take that another 11 hours and 45 minutes and do something crazy productive because, like, the time value right there. You know what I'm saying? I can get on board with that right away. Yeah, Yeah. so, like, those little conversations that you're having, dude, like, you're gaining way more than probably sitting down for 12 hours reading a book
2: it's hours on end too. I mean, um, you know, I I can, I can name, I can rattle off five names every day of people that are, that have been doing it in this area. And, they've been really good friends and mentors for sure. And and that's exactly right. What you said, because I'm, I'm the type of person like starting business. The main thing it's taught me is patience. Yeah. You know, because when you start, you know, doing something like this, it's, it's not always when you want it. You're waiting on other people to make it work sometimes. Dude. Yeah, That's the hardest tough. thing is it's just tough. to realize like, Oh, I don't really have the control right here. Yeah. And it's, and I'm all about trying to <laughs> be in control of my destiny like that. You're very and type A. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah what you said is exactly right like it's i would say that's my biggest source of of me learning is getting coached by just you know some of the great clients that i have yeah so it's and that's what that's what keeps it working man it's like i'm helping them but they're helping me and dude yeah it's
0: very beneficial uh, for everybody ton of value there so what's your training look like these days i mean running a business has got to be hard to fit in your training
2: man i'm Slowly like getting away from training like I used to back when I could, you know, afford some rims. But uh <laughs> it's you know five AM to eleven or noon every day straight. And well then, like
0: you're into like oh you, personal you, t- yeah I mean you, look
2: at me dude. I'm like one eighty three right now. Bro, you're fucking still uh, jacked as hell. I could uh <laughs> I couldn't go play outside linebacker again. But, uh, <laughs> um yeah, I mean I'm still hitting it at least four to five days a week. Yeah. Um and I've dialed back how intense I train, just 'cause you know we're not getting any younger. Yeah, uh, and it's gotten you know we talked about that a lot more mobility. Obviously, Nicole and I, you know, been married almost 10 years. And she's a huge part of why you know who yeah. I am today. She's taught me a lot, and she, she's kind of changed. You know, she started off in that that figure competition, right? And uh, you know, her mindset changed, and us living together. You know, I, I hear what she's talking about, what she's reading, and that's kind of, yeah. you know, it's kind of trickled over into to my yeah. life. And I'm starting to get these injuries that are creeping up on me from, you know, playing football and, and yeah. doing all that. So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm all about – I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll get in and get after it. Yeah. But a lot of my days are mobility. And every single day I get up. I get up and, you know, I do some form of yoga, stretching, rolling, whatever you want to, you know, call it just to get moving good. Again. Yeah. So it, it looks a lot different than it, when we were growing it up at 24-Hour Fitness. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well,
0: you know what I've realized, especially talking to, like, guys our age? The, the hardest thing for a dude to do is to, like, accept the fact that their intensity has to change the way. Like, you know, they can't train the same way no. as when you're, like, 20, 23, 25. Like, you can't do that. No. It, the body won't hold up. And, like, you just don't have the same uh, – like, you don't have the same capacity because, like, as we get older uh, – power is one of the first things that kind of usually goes, right. you know what I mean? Like that ability to really explode as yeah. you get, but I mean, strength and endurance is still there usually. So you kind of have to like change the way you train and be okay with that. usually like a big mind
2: fuck for most people. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, it's just like, like you said, like I remember like, I can close my eyes and think about my last day playing football. Like, I took those pads off, and I was like, shit. I'm, yeah. never, I'm never putting those shoulder pads or helmet back on. I mean, it's a tough post-fall, man. You've yeah. been doing it since you're six and a half. That's like your life. Like, Saturday yeah. rolls around or Friday, whatever, your high school, college, whatever it is. And uh, when that's over, it's over, man. And I try to tell these young athletes, I'm like, dude, you better take it all in right now because it's going to be a blink of an eye, and you're going to be old like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and not doing it. So, you know, you know, the sports change, the, the training changes. And uh it has to man and and if it doesn't change then you you better be uh ready to to pay for that, yeah dude because you you're,
0: you're gonna, your body's gonna fall apart, yeah, like absolutely. you're going to create imbalances, you're probably gonna hurt yourself, oh man, it's just it's no bueno bro
2: yeah, and that's the thing i mean you you can get back into i mean the intensity might change a little bit, you know it's it's going to decrease obviously but you can step it up for a while you know about periodizing and yeah you can and still get after dial it, it back but i don't know if we want to get into conversations about you know certain fitness and whatever and, you want dude nah. we, could,
0: we we can could talk about it we I can mean, talk yeah. about it. you know who my my least
2: favorite fitness
0: fad is and we've i know it's your start with a c starts with a c yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not big on crossfit dude today, i'm so. just not into it like i a positive about CrossFit is yeah. has pretty cool community as far as Absolutely, if somebody's yeah. looking for a community, like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. However, like, the once you start making it into a competition and yeah. you got people who are new to fitness and they don't have capacity, they don't know how to do certain things, they don't have these basic functional movement patterns yeah. down, and then you talked about, you know, adding load to dysfunction, like...
2: Oh, I fucked up, bro. Yeah, I mean that's the thing too. I mean, I'll be honest with you. That's one of my best sources of getting clients is because people get broken down and they come. say, Hey, I tore my rotator, blew disc out, or yeah. you know, messed my knee up, meniscus tear. Okay, yeah. Well, that, you guys should go see Dude's Fitness because he guys are gonna fix you. And I'm not gonna knock CrossFit like it. I I don't agree with it, but. <clears throat> You know, honestly, I, I can if people are getting up and moving, you know, and they're, they're very, trying, yeah. right? Like I can get down with that. Like that's cool. And if you know the community is motivating, I get it. But you know, somebody like you and I that has studied for a really long time, you know, the human body with lifting and put years and years into studying the biomechanics of the body and you know and how a proper program should look. It's harder to watch people that have never been in the gym for started doing you know heavy ass deadlifts or deadlifts for time or box jumps or running certain ways when their gates messed up yeah you know it's like i can't get down i can't get behind that because people are just destroying themselves right you know so um yeah. I, i've never been on that side of the fence i mean i i think i could get in crossfit and crush it yeah you know Probably would you. you have but, a great frame for it but uh i just uh i can't get behind it because the the program is out there and i, I yeah. don't think that You should have that many people in the room all doing the exact same workout with no... I do think it's gotten better.
0: Some gyms are better than
2: others. It's kind of like a law of averages, right? right? I mean, you got
0: a lot of shitty gyms out there, but there are definitely a few of them who are, like, really... um, you know regress people it's like you know yeah. you're not really at this capacity we need to kind of regress you before but you know, when you got people they can't even do a strict pull-up and they're doing kipping pull-ups Man, yeah Kills I, I
2: honestly don't know a ton about it I just see you yeah. know things here and there because i'm not i don't have time to study that but yeah. i see people doing it and i get referrals yeah uh, you know that from doctors and people that have been torn up from it yeah and i mean some of that stuff it's like are they doing overhead snatches in there or yeah I've, i'm like dude i've showed like three people that in my life and i'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist Like yeah there's you ha- that's that's a complicated movement. It's very complicated. And there movement. is no way in hell if you don't have a certain degree of expertise in lifting that you should even attempt that. Yeah. So you know that's that's the kind of stuff. I I just think it's a lack of knowing. Yeah. You know if you can get certified to train people on a weekend.
0: Yeah man. Yeah. And you know what? So oh, I had two different thoughts there, but speaking to the certification point, um, it's such a weird space because there are a million like certs out there. Yeah. And um, one of the big ones that's pushed is like NASMs, and like I have, I have NASMs. Just right. it's like an industry standard, but the information is very old and outdated. Well, I'll be honest with you. I let
2: that one go. Did you? Yeah. I mean, I just don't. I'm not going like to keep paying a fee. A I would fee to yeah. yeah. And
0: after a certain point,
2: the certs are really just like for marketing man like I think exactly so I think think? like the way that we are here I mean everybody here has that base foundation of your your NASMs your NSCAs your ISSAs like everybody starts with that right yeah and (coughs) I keep my NSCA CSES you know I always keep that current because that's I need that. It's like right? your foundation. But you know, you going out and you're looking at people like Eric Cressy. You know, that's like the main guy that I follow. I yeah. I think that yeah. guy's phenomenal. Yeah, dude, he's dope. Yeah, so you know, we do every every Wednesday we get together and we do continuing education as a team. It's not mandatory, but most time most of the people are there. I mean, people want to learn and get better. And I think going down avenues like that, yeah, is the way to go once you're a seasoned, you know, yeah. veteran yeah you're not gonna learn much from you know if i went back and took the nasm i'm not gonna learn something ridiculous that i yeah. didn't know already you know
0: well i let mine lapse for like a number of years I'm yeah. like, this is stupid and then i took it again and as i'm taking it i had to like mentally note the things that were wrong in there yeah. because i needed to i need to take the test but i can't like let that get in my brain because they're operating off of old science yeah you know it takes i think i heard it takes like anywhere from it can take like two to three decades for current science to Catch filter up. into yeah. academia it's like yeah. dude that's a big window
2: yeah and the fact that you realize that means that you probably shouldn't have to take that cert- you know what i'm saying like yeah. you're, you're not really learning you're yeah. just paying a fee to say you got something pretty much yeah. Yeah. i took a
0: certification for uh for nutrition i'm just like oh my god i'll never tell anybody to eat like this no, yeah. ever yeah i will never do
2: this yeah but i was like oh it looks good on paper <laughs> And that's the thing. I mean, sometimes you have to go through those things to get your foot in the door a certain yeah. place when you're, when you're new. But, I mean, I'm with you, man. Like, some of the stuff Nicole's doing with, like, her yoga therapy and stuff, I mean, it's... I mean, she always ceases to amaze me with her knowledge, man. It yeah. just kind of trickles down to everybody here, but... You know, as far as, like, that goes. And, I mean, everybody has their, their niche here. But yeah. it's, like, we got people doing FMS. I mean, it's yeah, it's movement really here. Yeah, man. I fucks yeah. with FMS for sure, dude. It just – it's – it's everybody here is really concerned with the movement thing, man. Like, getting yeah. people moving better.
0: Well, I think I think we're learning that mobility – like, a lot of time, or for the longest time, when you say mobility, most people just think stretching. No. Like, stretching is stretching. Right. Mobility is mo- – mobility is strength work. It really right. is. Like, oh, when it's done with intention, yep. it's strength in our end ranges. And and learning how to like, have that controlled movement through those end ranges like that's real strength work and it takes a long fucking time and if you do that with intention it'll actually improve all areas of your fitness oh
2: yeah and you're gonna avoid injury oh yeah you know, which is you, huge yeah if you're trying to you know do crossfit and you're not you don't have the mobility in your shoulders you're you're getting that you're getting that mobility from somewhere and it's usually your lower back yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so and and that's the thing too if you're if you're a good you know trainer you can spot that or you can spot somebody who's too mobile you yeah, know, and how do you fix that? You know, so everybody's different. I think that's the key. You know, yeah. and uh, and being able to see that and program for that—that's that's where fitness needs to be. So I do see that the you know the classes they keep getting more and more popular, but you know that's why I created this this dude's Inferno class because I'm like, well, shit, I'm gonna compete with these guys out here because I know we got the trainers yeah. and the programming to do it and keep people safe and still give them this badass workout that they want. Right. You know, so that's kind of why I got out of the you know circling back to that question a bit ago. I got out of the class training because it was just, I didn't, I didn't see it beneficial for everybody. Right. You know, and I, I tried my damnedest to make this class beneficial for everybody. I mean, there was a girl in here the other day that was, came over, you know, from wherever. And she's like, I can't do this because my back, I I made two adjustments on her. She's like, Holy crap. You know, Yeah. I can do this now. And it's like, it's that simple. I mean, there's a lot more that goes into down the road, her being safe, but you can't do this exercise because i mean you just got bad posture yeah you know so that's that's step one getting your posture right right dude it's
0: so important just like align everything
2: mm-hmm. yeah man yep.
0: so what's your recovery like these days i mean do you, do you do anything for recovery like um like contrast baths or cryotherapy or sauna there's no sauna in here that's one no. thing i did notice
2: <laughs> no so i'm i'm the dude like doesn't take care of himself enough because I'm too busy taking care of everything else, you know? Okay. So it's like, I I don't take time to get massages. I don't do cryotherapy. I would say the way that I take care of myself is I just listen to my body really well. Yeah. You know, so if I'm, if some, you know, back in the day when we were going hard and we were talking about intensity, like if something bothered you, I just had that mindset, like, fuck it. I'm going for it. I'm going hard. And, you know, you pay a consequence and probably recover faster than you would now. Like I know as I'm getting older, getting gray hair in my head, it's like, shit, I probably should avoid that. So I think, you know, there's days where it might have been, you know, leg day or something, yeah. And I'm just not feeling it. Like I, I listen to my body, and I'll just go get a mat out and work on mobility and just movement. Yeah. You know, and then I think my biggest recovery is I don't take any supplements. I mean, I might grab like ISO Pure out of the fridge. Yeah. You know, or something like that. But it's uh, for me, it's just you know trying to eat. It's real food. Yeah, trying to eat real food and uh, get rest, which I don't even know what that word is these days. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you sleeping? Man, that, I'll be honest with you, like you can talk talking Cole about that, like <laughs> waking up at like 1:50 in the morning doing payroll. And Damn, get, dude. Yeah, I mean, I go, right I get it. up at 3:30 every morning. Yeah. So, I mean, some of those people, I, I would get on Facebook every once in a while and mess with people, like I take a video with my lab doing my <laughs> and stuff. But yeah, I'm not. Big. I, I go to bed 7:30. 730, okay. 7:38, and then you know I'm up and at it. But for me, it's yeah i got that that anxiety of just wanting to get up and get after it every day so i feel good i'm not i'm not as much pain as when i was big and lifting heavy yeah i definitely don't lift heavy like i used to right you know just just move and and keep it going
0: you have a morning routine
2: yeah i mean so that consists of uh well i get up alarm goes off at 330. you know i take care of my boys first my my chocolate lab and my uh white american bulldog uh drake my chocolate lab. <laughs> and then Chip is uh my American Bulldog, which okay. every dog I've ever had I've named after a musician, but uh obviously Drake, but right. uh Chip was a foster dog. I didn't think we were going to keep him. And uh, uh, I actually took his ass back to the shelter. And my mom and Nicole are, don't take that damn dog back. They you're chewing my ass out. And uh, so I brought him back home. And he's a good dog. You know, I'm, I'm really glad we kept him. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, that was, I thought he was like four years old. Nicole's like, he's about to be seven. I'm like, shit. <laughs> that means Drake's 10. So. Uh, you know, I get up, take them out. And then, you know, my, my bulldog, he goes back into bed with Nicole into the bedroom and Drake, he stays out with me and, uh, he'll stretch kind of, it's kind of weird. I need to video it for real because like I'll be doing some stretches and he's like, when people say doing downward dog and stuff, I mean, he's doing that next to me. They do it. He lays down stretches when I'm laying down. He tries to, like, come up underneath me and hold me up when I'm stretching, you know. And then I'll roll, and I got my softball, like a softball, like a batting cage one. Yep. So, I'll, you know, we'll play a little catch while I'm rolling. He'll bring back to me, and then I'll get on that in my hips and, like, TFL yep. and stuff. But, you know, that's what it looks like. I spend a good 20 minutes every single morning, you know, just, just working on getting ready for the day. Yeah. And that that goes a long way for me because – I've had a ton of injuries over the years. Yeah, man. With, with sports,
0: just you know? taking that time for self-care goes yeah, a man. long way. And it doesn't take long. I mean, it's it's like the
2: daily, consistent, you know, application. Absolutely, is what goes the longest. Man and fitness, everything is about consistency. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a lot of things in life, but with like your your health and fitness, your nutrition. Yeah. It's you know, being consistent, man. Yeah.
0: So what uh, what's your? what you so say you like to keep it mostly like whole foods. Like what like yeah. what kind of things are you eating? What does your nutrition look like?
2: Um, uh, you know, so I, I have been doing, um, intermittent fasting for probably about two years now, but yeah, I've been I wasn't doing, for a long time I too. Was doing it for, for I think different reasons. And you know, a lot of people like the fad of like yeah. getting ripped, and getting muscle. Nah, I tore my PCL. Uh, honestly, I think it was just from an old football injury in college from tearing my MCL. I literally like bent down one day to turn the radio off at the old gym. That's back when we had the like iPod on <laughs> the thing and I went to bend over my knee cracked weird. And I was like, man, that was weird. And, uh, Went home, started, I did my lawn work that day, and went and met some buddies for lunch, or for dinner, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, damn, my knee is feeling funky. Yeah. And uh, didn't think a ton about it, and went home, you know, went to sleep, and, you know, knowing my luck, Nicole's out of town for two weeks. I literally got out of bed, like, at 1.30 to, you know, go to the restroom, and uh, I fell over. I was like, what the hell? I thought I was dreaming. My knee was, like, throbbing. Oh, shit. Hurt. I couldn't put weight on it. I mean, and like I said, Nicole's gone for two weeks. And you know I'm—I literally I was supposed to play in a golf tournament Saturday. Which yeah, no, I play golf now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's about all I can play. I Dude, love it. I fucking love golf, bro. Awesome, oh isn't man, it? yeah, just being outside and chopping it up. Oh, it's so fun. It's good. It's a Very, day. very humbling sport. I'll tell you that. Dude, you
0: yeah. get exhausted when you when you hit that back nine, bro. It's yeah. exhausting, bro. Like you start getting tired
2: and your form starts going. You start oh, slicing yeah. shit. Or oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> man. No, I get down with that for sure. But. uh, uh, you know, I literally didn't move the whole weekend. It was that bad. My knee was just swollen. It hurt. I was icing it, and I'm like, you know, Saturday came and went. I'm like, right, I'll be better tomorrow. It's just I, did, I tweaked it, and then Sunday, same thing. Did not even get off the like army crawl to go feed my dogs and let them out. Yeah. But being you know hard headed, I got up Monday, came to work, trained people. Yeah, and that happened for two weeks, man. And then it, and then it got to the point where Nicole's like having to help pick me up off the couch, you know, because I'm I'm just hurting. And I go get an MRI, and they're like, uh, so, you know, initially the doctor, he tests my knee. He's like, you're, you tore your, your uh, MCL again. And I'm like, there's no way. And yeah. You know, like, I didn't take a move laterally or a helmet to the knee or anything. You know, it's like, I was like, the back of my knee is hurting though. And they did an MRI. He's like, your MCL is not torn, but somehow you tore your PCL. ACL really? is still good. That's interesting. Yeah. So, didn't do surgery. I ended up getting stem cells. Okay. But, uh, yeah it was uh, that worked the stem cells worked uh a little bit okay a little bit but i mean my knee still got a little jiggle to it yeah but uh, i looked
0: in the stem cells for my shoulder they said yeah. it was
2: ripped too bad and i had to I, yeah. had, I had to get surgery yeah i mean they said my pcl was basically like hanging on by a thread oh shit yeah so um that was a, that was a tough recovery and that's kind of why i got into to doing that the yeah. fasting you know with that but uh yeah getting back so you're doing that for like
0: recovery purposes or was you just in pain you were hungry
2: no, it was it was a little bit for like the, the recovery uh, aspect. Yeah, little like, recovery, yeah. Yeah,
0: man. I mean, you got autophagy going on and I I don't know why, but like, you know, growing up, it was always, you know, eat every 3 to 5 hours, right. and you know, get that digestive system, your digestive system's always working. First right. of all,
2: second of all, it's good to actually give it a break. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I don't even know what that looks like anymore like 3 to 5 hours. It will be, man, and that's I mean, there's a lot of hours that go by sometimes here that I don't even think about eating, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I do that too. I haven't eaten yet today. I just had water and coffee today. I did, yeah, I did actually eat like right before we got here. Did you? Yeah. But I probably ate a little earlier than you last night, I think. Maybe I don't probably. know. Probably. I
1: had a late I had a light one.
2: There you go. <laughs> so uh but no no we uh that's that's basically my you know, recovery is like eating healthy. Yeah. Like, I don't you don't fall like you're not like keto or paleo or no I don't really get into that yeah. I, I do you eat
0: breads and pastas or anything or yeah
2: certain, certain ones like I get um you know we've always done like Ezekiel but I found Ezekiel. that uh, I'm trying to think what that bread is with the Dave's maybe is Dave's like uh, I don't know Gluten-free, little English muffin. I've always been an English muffin guy. Oh, that's I don't, your jam. Yeah, I don't know why. I just toast it, and, like, I'll throw, like, you know, an egg with some whites and spinach. Okay. Or find, like, a healthy wrap. Like, I'm a huge wrap guy, man. Oh, like, yeah. If there's a wrap, there's, like, nine chia or something. Like, there's chia seeds in it. Uh-huh. Pretty healthy, organic one. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty basic. Like, I don't need a lot. Honestly, I tell Nicole, I'm like, if there's just, like, a pouch... That had everything I need in it. Like, a, you know, those squeeze pouches, like yeah. an applesauce. <laughs> if it had all the calories and nutrition, all your nutrition, I need nutrition it, is like, right here in this one paste. I'm not, yeah, I'm not big on like getting all crazy with eating and food but yeah. um no you know we keep it we keep it pretty clean yeah you know? so i like the occasional you know pizza maybe once a month here or there but pizza's like one of my f- that's like the thing dude i love pizza yeah we'll oh go get one together sometime yeah
0: man so i'm doing the 75 hard program right now with andy frisella okay. and it's um for 75 days you just you have to follow it a part of it is you have to follow a diet no cheat meals no alcohol okay. i have no problem with no alcohol it's actually right. i don't really enjoy alcohol that much anyway but for me, like, I cut out pizza, and, yeah. dude, I'm just fucking waiting to have yep. a pizza. Like, I don't want to, like, go crazy on it because, I mean, I, I don't feel the need to, like, have it all the time. But, like, yeah. I, I, just, I like Emo's or I like Cecil Whitaker's. Dude, yeah, that
2: thin crust <laughs> will get you. The Provene thin crust. Yeah, that's <sighs> my favorite, too. Oh, dude.
0: Have you been to this Emo's down here in Winghaven and not. gotten the Big Muddy? i am I've not. Dude, so they are right next, they're in the same plaza or the same building. They're right next to a sugar fire barbecue place. Okay. So they have like a cross promotional deal where they do a big muddy pizza and it's like their brisket and like a sausage and like two of their barbecue sauces. I'm going there tonight. Bro. Dude, my stomach's growling right now. Uh, and it's, uh, dude, it's so fucking good, <laughs> bro. Oh, I, was, oh, I thought it was Wednesday. I was like, And it's buy one, get one free on Wednesdays. Oh, but shoot. no, it's not. It's yeah. not Wednesday today. It's Thursday. Yeah, dude. So fun, good. Big Muddy Pizza, Emos on Wing Haven. I'll
2: check that out. <laughs> check that out.
0: That way, I don't know what our direction
2: is. I actually was just over there on Monday for a charity golf tournament. Okay. Yeah, at Wing Haven. So yeah, man. It's cool. Yeah.
0: Do you cook? Are you 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 cook guy? You cooker? Cooker? I think, chef? I don't know. I I I'm a really good cook, man.
2: I yeah, I'm a fire cook. I can get down on the grill, but uh, it's like that And I made some uh, butternut squash noodles with uh, two different types of salmon, and then oh, uh, nice. just mixed, like threw a salad together. She's like, "What a recipe?" Do you eat? I'm like, "That's this." thinking and throwing Just together. doing it. I mean, I would say, you know, I'm an okay cook, but I'm pretty basic. Like I said, I'm basic. Like it's doesn't take I much, hate bro. To say that, but it's like, yeah, I mean, I cook some badass scrambled eggs. <laughs> I can dig it. But like
0: You're like basic, like pumpkin spice basic? No. <laughs> I am. Uh, Fuck, I love pumpkin spice. I had pumpkin spice in my coffee today,
2: bro. I don't even think i i don't even know what that is really what hey i'm not a pumpkin spice guy bro oh I'm my a, god i do uh that stoke cold brew man that's coffee idea. have you ever had that no cold and black uh it's like the best flavor just straight in my steelers mug no creamer no nothing yeah that's like i usually have like maybe 16 ounces of that in the morning see is, is stone cold no it's called stoke s-t-o-k stoke yep oh stoke bite cold at, brew buy it at uh I mean, all these right here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I've
0: had it. I mostly drink my coffee black. Sometimes I'll put some butter in there. There you go. Um, for like a healthy fat. <clears throat> but uh, sometimes I like to add a little. little pump spice. Only yeah. once or twice at yeah. this time of year. Obviously it's seasonal, but yeah, yeah It's dude. the season. This <laughs> is <laughs> the fucking season, bro. Dude, all right. Well, I want to be respectful of your time. I know we actually kind of started a little late anyway. Oh, I'm fine. So, all right, cool. So, we got a couple seconds to yeah. keep talking then. All right, because we're Absolutely. not quite at an hour. I like to try to keep these at an hour. We're probably just like a little bit short of that. I ain't got nothing but time, man. Oh, my goodness. So, you've been golfing now?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I just started about a year and a half ago. Yeah? And that's because, you know, time back to the whole conversation, and getting older and intensity and the injuries. Um, so, yeah, golf is... The answer right now to do something competitive and get outside yeah so
0: what what's uh yeah. what's your handicap right now
2: you know it's funny you ask I just started establishing that so I uh I joined over at Whitmore and just started practicing just to play because we, we train a couple guys there yeah and uh I can tell you it's not as good as theirs but if I had to put a number out there I would say like maybe 17 18 maybe yeah but you know I just play like that's not even real because I've I got that. I got that uh, that new app, and you got to get a certain amount of games in to really get a true one. Really established one. So yeah. man, I, sh- I can come out and shoot in the low 80s, or I can come out and shoot 100. Yeah, you know, right now. So it just it depends on the day. But I pl- I played in that tournament uh, like a week ago, and they paired me with the dude that had an eight handicap, and they're like, oh, he's really like a five, and I came out and tied him. You know, won oh, a really? bit of money. So I mean, I can. I can play. It's just a matter of time altogether. Yeah. I think well, it takes time. Well,
0: you're an athlete. Yeah. And it's just repetition. Yeah. That's the one thing. Like, I was like, man, if I just had the time to, like, go to the range and, like, get the rounds in. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, you can win some fucking money doing that. That's all it is. I'm about to start chipping on the turf in here. <laughs> no. Dude, that's not a bad plan. You got the turf, bro. Yeah. You got the turf. What, yeah. what kind of clubs you got?
2: Uh, So, I got uh, Callaway XRs, but. I would say my club of choice, like, I can do anything with my Rogue 5-wood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can hit that sucker 260 or I could drop it down 170. You yeah, know, you, got,
0: so. you got that much control with it? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that's – everybody's like, what the heck? Like, I don't even use my driver anymore, man. Really? Like, I'll get my three hybrid out and I'll smoke that, like, 270. Okay, so you're rocking with the hybrids. Yeah. I think for me, though, like, with golf, it's trying not to kill the ball. Yeah. You know, that's my main thing is, like, just in the night – like, I'll club up and just take it, you know, an easier swing. Yeah. Because that's when you start getting wild with it.
0: Yeah, it can get very meditative. When right. you're when you're out there on the course yeah absolutely. yeah do you meditate or anything now or do you like any sort of like breath work or i mean try to slow it down that way
2: <laughs> yeah i mean not probably like you're talking about but i have to take a couple of <laughs> breaths every once in a <laughs> while you know nicole she's she's got me on that uh headspace a little bit here and there and yeah I've, I've done a little bit with her yeah but, but not nothing like what she's doing yeah but i would say minimal but yeah minimal. I gotta, sometimes i gotta walk in my office take a couple deep breaths yeah and, you know
0: minimal effective dose bro yeah, I mean, I'm big, surprised she doesn't have you walking around barefoot.
2: Man, I, I would. Was, I was making my way towards that till the PCL thing. It's like I I had to go back to, you know, big ass soles on my shoes. And I got uh, some of those limbs recently. How do you like understand
0: a, that? Why would you have to have shoes why for would your I have? knees? Yeah.
2: Well, so what happened was is when the the knee uh, PCL tore. The sac behind my knee was gone, so all the fluid came down. My ankles got all swollen. My feet actually, and my ankles hurt worse. So I got stem cells in my ankles and my feet too. Okay. That was the worst pain I've ever had, like them doing that.
0: Did they take the stem cells from you, or did yeah. you get like, okay? Yeah,
2: but the needle going in the bottom of my foot and in my ankle, I like bet. I'm. I mean, they put it in the side of your foot and all the way up to your toes. And yeah. Like six times. I was like, oh. never again. But uh, everything, like like I said, my feet hurt worse than like, they're just swollen, <laughs> red, and like inflamed couldn't walk yeah so uh i just you know going back to different like actually i was rocking just i went back to wearing my jordan's that was like the most comfortable shoe really i don't know what it was but maybe because they got broken so good i but
0: think jordan's are fairly flat i mean they're not like flat flat because they yeah. have like a
2: thickness to them but right. i don't
0: think they have that same like elevated arch yeah. quite I compared more to maybe some other shoes on the bottom maybe yeah or I don't know it's either.
2: Like couldn't feel the ground as much as wearing you know like those new imbalance minimal shoes dude there's no i gave like a pair away that was brand new to one of our trainers because i'm like i can't wear these they're not going to use do you want them yeah so the dude, does it hurt your feet to every, wear those well now it doesn't but then it was like that was out of the question now yeah. it's like i was just telling you i got the there's a company named limbs out of colorado and I'm, i think i just got to the four millimeter you know so i'm trying to make my way back to that okay you know so um but these are just an old pair. I mean, they're yeah. all torn. I've got holes in them. And yeah. Is I can there. dig it. Yeah.
0: I do so much barefoot these days, and um, I didn't realize the benefit until more recently because it's kind of popular now, yeah. right? But um, I had trained barefoot for so long with fighting and MMA, yeah. and it just happened to work out that it was beneficial. I was like, oh, okay, but it all makes so much sense Like once yeah. you actually start diving into the science and reading about and learning. Yeah. So yeah, I was kind because I, I saw Nicole, like, she was barefoot whenever I walked yeah. in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome having her as a wife because I'm going to spend money on shoes or, yeah. or any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so that's the jam bro yeah so i mean i don't know about foot rubs anymore but <laughs> like, it's like i'm rubbing a dude's feet over there but nah she's she's awesome I mean, I, you guys probably have a really good conversation about the barefoot thing oh
0: yeah i get pretty hippie with it man yeah. I, I get i,
2: get, I, get I like it i mean i don't like rocking shoes around the house or outside around the house but if i'm training people it's just i'll be honest with you like even still it's been almost two years my feet cannot handle like if i gotta like do a lunge with no shoe on yeah Dude, my big toes hurt for, like, days. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, it takes time. Yeah. Like, it really takes time to, like, build those muscles in your foot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And funny, so you're, you we mentioned uh, Eric Cressy earlier. Yeah. Um, I actually sat down with, um, like, a regular contributor to his site. His name's um, Dr. Uh, James Spencer. Okay. And uh, just – I met him whenever I was down in Austin at Onnit last year for a Steel Club certification. And uh, he actually wrote an article on the website. It's about um, – can't think of the exact title but essentially it's talking about how so many issues stem from like just big toe dysfunction right because right. i mean it's a chain right i believe and it. a lot of it starts with our feet but even more so it starts with, like the big toe and yeah. i was thinking about it even just from like a logical standpoint like how many athletes have like turf toe
1: yeah. which That's
0: is yeah it's just like you just affected the ligaments in your toes mm-hmm. and then that just goes all the way up the chain
2: yeah i'll be honest with you i didn't have any kind of toe or foot issue my whole life till the knee got messed up right like literally what Manifest happened when that, when that when that traveled down to my ankle and locked up my ankle, I just started walking weird. And like yeah. I told you earlier, like, I was so hard-headed that I was like, I'm not missing work. You know, you're trying yeah. to carry around 80-pound dumbbells and you are you got a t- completely torn PCL and your ankle is swollen. It's like, <laughs> shit's going to go wrong. Yeah, You know dude. what I'm saying? So I never had toe issues, but I still have them to this day because of, you know, trying to be hairy hard-ass <laughs> <laughs> come to work. And, you know, so I'm, again, like, yeah, you know, and that's the thing, though, with, with fitness. Like, you're always going to have – those highs and you're gonna hit those lows and it's about how you come back you know just like fighting you know yeah you're gonna be at the top and then you're getting your ass whooped and it's about right. how you respond to that yeah that's, that's just life man or business yeah so, yeah that's it's business, life that's life that's everything so you know it's how you're gonna bounce back from that so i'm bouncing back right now you know yeah. it's like and like <laughs> i told you I, I take you know better care of my clients than i do of myself you yeah know? it's like sometimes it's hard to do that shit and that's why i do it in the morning like at 3 30 it got to a point where it was like you know, you can talk to Nicole about that. Like, my alarm goes off 3.30 in the morning. I'm up. I'm rolling. I'm having my coffee. I got my headphones in. Yeah. You know? So, so tomorrow, maybe I'll, I'll be listening to the one of your podcasts. Dude, you know? check me out, bro. I, I definitely will.
0: Dude, I found that, a, like, a good morning routine, at least for me, it just it just sets the entire day. Like, yeah. if I don't have a good morning routine, I, just, I don't know, man. Whenever I have it, I just, it's just like I'm winning that day.
2: It sets the tone, man.
0: Dude, it just sets the whole tone, if, man.
2: If I don't have a routine, my life is yeah, like, it yeah. has to have a routine because I don't have time to think about, you know, what I, what has happened. Like, I don't have time to think about that. Like, I just have to know my routine. Yeah. And if I stick with that routine, then it's cake. Yeah, dude, know.
0: the decision's already made. Yeah. Which yeah. makes life so much easier.
2: Yeah, it's like thinking about what you're going to wear that day or this or that. Like, it's, I, I'm already, I'm already past that. Yeah. You know, it's like, y- you got to have a routine.
0: Yeah. In my have you ever thought about going to, like, a uniform? <laughs> I mean, I know you wear, like, shorts and a T-shirt no. from those days. But, like, sometimes I have. I'm just like, oh, man, maybe I'll just wear, like, the same pants and the same so shirt every day. So I have every four day. pairs of shorts and, like, yeah. four or
2: five shirts that I wear. Or, like, one, one of our trainers said right. the new shirt. That's easy for me, you know. But I'm like, shit, if it matches, then cool. I'll ride right. it. But – yeah, four or five pairs of shorts, four or five pairs of pants, and it's just, it's like every day of the week's a different. Like, I try to rotate it, but now we got a joke in here. It's like maroon Monday. <laughs> it's like, so everybody's wearing the same color. for so today was Thursday. I had to switch it up because uh-huh. people are, but shit, there was like six people wearing maroon today. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Is anything to take away, like, decisions and just make life easier? Yeah. It's like, you know what today's going to be, dude. Yep. Rad. All right, bro. So, all right. Now we really will wrap this up. This has been a fantastic conversation, dude. Absolutely I loved it. I really appreciate you yeah. taking this time. Um, how like, floor is like. How can the folks like check you out? Um, any socials or anything like that? You want to direct them to or?
2: I mean, obviously, our our Instagram, the Facebook. You can hit our website up. You know, com. You know, that's. uh and yeah, it's it's kinda like just do it. Yeah but it's just a good do it is kinda. I like yeah. to play on words, so, man. Um like I said earlier, I'm not a big social media guy, but a lot of our people here are so I mean ton of people on Facebook, ton of people on Instagram, but uh you know, I'm not I'm not huge in part of that. I kinda watch it but uh That'd probably be another Nicole question, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> if you, cool. If you want to know what we're doing here, just come check us out. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I'll, I'll um, at least plug the business on in the show notes. I mean, I know you're not, like, big into the social personally. So
1: I'm
2: sure um,
0: anyway, we can, tr- you know, steer some traffic, bro. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, man. It's been too long. Yeah. Well, hey, dude, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, brother. All right, everybody. till next time. All right. See you. Hey, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Thank you so much for listening. If you are getting value out of the podcast, just do me a solid. Go tell a friend. Uh, leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts, especially that helps us move up in the rankings and it helps people find us easier and then hey man if you're enjoying listening to these i bet you're gonna love watching them as well i mean we're kicking ass with with what we're doing over on the video side of things so go over to youtube check us out hit that subscribe button outside perspective over on youtube uh and and enjoy the video experience we partner with convergence mg which i cannot be uh more happy about convergence media group works with companies and businesses across all industries and what they do is they help with your internet presence they help you build your brand they help you strategize they help you with content video photography they help you know just do all of these things to get you where you want to go so go to convergencemg.com you can also go to convergencemg on any social platform and connect with them and just check out what they got going man there I'm, I'm pretty excited to to work with them and i'm so happy to uh or yeah I'm, I'm so happy to be working with them rather and i'm pretty excited to see where things are going to you know go in the future uh and then as always man we're brought to you by imposed will go to imposedwill.com And uh, you can save 10% off the imperil there using the code OUTSIDE. And then, uh, yeah, man, just join the community and impose your fucking will. Because we all have the capability of doing it. We all do. You can build the life that you want to build. You can lead the life that you want to lead. You can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. You can impose your will on life. Whatever that means to you, it starts with the mind and uh come join our community man imposedwill.com get on the mailing list get some apparel and uh yeah man that's all i got for you guys today i'll see you next time around and uh hey guys just keep an open mind and keep trying to gain some perspective i love you guys